check, check. One, two, check. Mic's on. From the world of education to you, my name is Dr. A. Our show is all about finding your voice by connecting our community through collaboration. All right, welcome to episode six. And uh, my special guest, if you are following Twitter or social media, is actually former parent uh, Michael Pisoni. Mike Pisoni, how are you, sir? All right, I'm not a formal parent. I'm still a parent. Well, you're not a salvage. You're, yeah, you're right. A former salvage parent, now a parent up at Marquette. Uh, Mike, you and I get to kind of still run in the same circles because our kids are part of show choir up there at Marquette. Correct. And so um, thank you first and foremost for being here because I know when I first told you about this, you were like, well, that sounds great. Now, what are we going to talk about? And and, and the thing is, um, I feel like you and I can talk about just about anything and uh, make it interesting to each other. (laughs) I don't know what it's going to be like for everybody else. We often (laughs) giggle after theater shows. Well, that's going to be the, the, the test for me today is you you know I'm an easy target when it comes to making people laugh. I mean, you, you could easily make me laugh just by saying something silly. So I'm going to try and hold my composure with you because, okay. because you actually, um, on a regular basis, are able to make me laugh quite hard on a regular basis. So, um, But here's the thing. when The reason I bring up being up at Marquette and having you back here is one of the things that uh, so impressed me uh, about you and your family is just the volunteerism that I see coming out of the Pisoni household. Why is it that you are so involved with what goes on at schools where Um, your kids have been? Ultimately, it's fun to do. I mean, it's fun hanging out as much. I love hanging out with my kids. I mean, I can think of nothing better than going out and doing something with them. Now, I like getting out by myself every once in a while, but I love doing stuff with them and seeing what they're doing and seeing them go around. It's also a great way to check in on their friends right. without them knowing it. Right. So, right. So, um, you know, the, I think the key there is that you like hanging out with your kids. Yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's funny, you know, uh, and sad in some respects, not because you like to hang out with your kids, but... We don't see enough of that within, um, I guess, the school world in a sense. Like, I don't know if we're just too busy. I don't know if we want to just have time for ourselves so much. But I feel like when I look at your family, I see a family that really, truly loves to uh, play together, laugh together, love together, just be together. And that's, that's something that's uh, unique, to be honest with you. Yes, as much as I love them to go out and do stuff with their friends and that, I don't have any problem with them staying home. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a good deal. Well, and, and so I just so appreciate because I am amazed at the energy level that you have um, on a regular basis. You're able to work and volunteer as much as you do um, and always seem to be Pretty bright-eyed and ready to go. So yeah, what, well, what is your secret? I, I don't think you see half of it. <laughs> there's a whole other side to you. Whole, there's a whole other side. My wife will, will attend to that. But yeah. uh, no, I think, uh, I think ultimately when you and I first got together and start really talking, I think it was the first trivia night that we did here at Selvage that we took over from you. You were doing it yourself, mm-hmm. which I can't believe you were doing that whole thing by yourself. I mean, we had a hard enough time with uh, four main people doing it. 
Um, well, when you say by was, yourself, I was emceeing, but there was plenty of behind the scenes work from the PTO oh, was there? and stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, if, well, you, I got th- the impression if that you think I was like getting the donations and getting all this other stuff, no, the PTO no, was I, always part of that. But I was running kind of the show. I was doing okay. the questions, and I was doing the emceeing. Yeah. Boy, well, my, now my opinion has dropped from uh, you. So well, I, I just want to be real with right. you. <laughs> no, is, but is uh, our interview over? Is that what no, you're is it, no. <laughs> I didn't, Wait, i got to say the tagline. Hold on. <laughs> no, but after I think we were cleaning up that night, and I said, I really love how Rockwood has done a great job of doing this community thing with being involved with teachers, constantly seeing teachers at events, and specifically that trivia night, we had tables, two or three tables that were teachers, which, and they don't need to be there on their free time, and here they are spending time, and the kids are up there, and it's one big community. I think I related it to you as being like Little House on the Prairie, <laughs> where everybody, what, everybody, knows the two, yeah. everybody knows the teacher, everybody knows everybody else, and not that we need to know what everybody's doing in their lives, but you have some involvement and you kind of feel responsible for other people's kids. Um, we were lucky enough to, or we are lucky enough that with both our kids, there is a group of parents. I'd say there's probably five to 10 groups of parents that are above and beyond on their volunteering and watching out for your kid and it's unbelievable. It makes parenting so much easier when I don't even have to think about what's happening up at school because there's three moms up there working the school store who will... Let you know if something's going yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think you're so right because one of the things that I truly loved about um, the last probably five uh, to seven years um, is as your family came in, um, you know, we had... I'm going to just use the lay camps as an example because the lay camps were here just a little bit before you. Um, But just, I I always felt like the whole group of people right there in that mix really was all about watching out for each other and and then lifting each other up too. And and that is something I wish there was a way to bottle and and carry on to next generations because it's difficult to churn it up again, you know? Right. Like once your kids moved on, I could feel a vacuum, you know? I well, I think feel... I even asked you uh, last yeah. year when, when Jenny left, I said, what are you going to do now when this, this group of parents leaves? And you're well, like, well, we'll find something to do. <laughs> and we do, and it's, and, and, and it's, but it's relearning, you know, a new group of people, you know, right. and a, a whole new um, uh, set of, of relationships that start to build. And um, you guys made it so easy, to be honest with you, because really you were the group that when I came in as the principal, I was here prior to that as, a, as an assistant principal. So you guys kind of helped me grow into this position, really, mm-hmm. and, um, and made it very simple on me. So, so I really appreciate that about you guys. But the other thing, too, is um, I'm going to go back to what you're doing up at the high school now, because... As much as you helped out while you were here, um, you and your wife and, and the kids as well, um, I'm amazed at what all you're able to do up at the high school. Because now, a play isn't happening without the Pisoni, um fingerprints the clan all, all over, over there. Yeah, I mean, we got so, grandparents involved right, now, which right. is kind of <laughs> kind of bizarre. But hey, they it's enjoy doing thing. it. He's it, retired. What else do yeah, you want to do? Well, <laughs> Come so up and yeah. hopefully get a hole in a kid or something yeah. like that. I mean. <laughs> work out perfect. Well, one of the things that I've really appreciated because 
Um, your son is a, a year older than my son. Um, it was really because of David that our son, Sully, got into show choir for sure. Um, uh, Sully had already kind of done a little bit of theater here um, at Salvage, been in some things with David, I think. Uh, right. Maybe one, one, one year, thing. One or two well, years. Well, because Sully didn't start until seventh grade getting oh, into Oh, so then he had one year with So him. he had one year, and I can't remember what the play was. Uh, I don't know if that was Shrek. Was it that Shrek, Shrek that yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was. Okay. But, um, but I think that relationship carried over into the high school. And, right. And I didn't realize when the boys were here together that they um, would really find each other up at the high school. But it's been really cool because um, your son was able, you know, he knew there needed to be more kids, more right. boys involved for sure with show choir. And uh, I think Sully at first was a little intimidated by it. But knowing that he had somebody like David, who is a super nice kid, and, and that's the biggest thing, Mike, is all of these kids are good people. You know, they're right. good people to each other. And, and uh, to have someone like your son and Jenny in there kind of helping other kids come alive and, and, and find themselves is so important. I wish we could instill that in more of our kids, kids to, to know that they can pull others in. Well, one thing we've always told our kids was to never burn a bridge. To, you know, even if you're getting upset with somebody, fine, walk away. Don't be their friend. That's, that's fine. But don't go off on them. And not, not that you're not letting them know your true feelings, but there's no reason to burn that tree down just for nothing. Because you never know in the, in the end, your, your opinion's going to change. I mean, this whole middle school thing, I don't know how you do it. Because, I mean, <laughs> well, it's, it's definitely it's something day fun to day every day. Sometime. Right. I mean, day to day, the moods change. And it's like, good Lord. I mean, even. David wasn't so much. Jenny is a little different. And I hate to say it's a girl thing, but we've constantly told Jenny that these are going to be the hardest years of your life. I mean, this these three years, and once you get into high school, it'll probably mellow out a little more, but these three years are probably going to be the roughest ones because everybody's changing. Yep. Everybody, you know, you have a new best friend every week, and feelings are hurt and stuff well, like and that. Well, I, I don't know if you saw this, but... Um... Like, the kids come here from the elementary having a certain set of friends, right? Right. And then they get mixed in with another group of, of kids from other schools. And um, a lot of times what we see, seventh grade year is probably that transitional phase or time because kids really do start changing quite a bit, but also those relationships start to um, change. And, right. and And it's not a bad thing. It's just it's part of life. And, and, and you're absolutely right. I'm so glad that, you know, you tell your kids that because this is a difficult time. It's probably the most difficult part of all of life. And, um, but it's also the most important because right. from here you go on to do other things right. and, and whatever your foundation is that you're building right here, it has to be strong and it's got to be big enough and, and uh, wide enough so that you can be successful no matter where you're going. So you guys as a family do a really good job with that because and I don't know as much about Jenny because I don't have a girl her age and right. just knowing Not that, yet. Well, right. Uh, <laughs> give me time, right? Uh, and I don't know what it's going to look like at middle school when she gets here. But, right. but um, the one thing that was so impressive to me was uh, the story of David getting his Eagle Scout, okay? And now, obviously, I'm privy because David came through us and, right. and did his project, which is pretty awesome um, on our, our legacy landing. But... Um, to go to his um, uh, 
what, what kind of ceremony? The, the eagle ceremony. Yeah, the eagle ceremony. So to be able to see that and kind of hear the story about how you even got involved with doing it. Right. Yeah, I was kind of, <laughs> I was hijacked into that role. Which, which here and here's, but here's the thing: you stuck with it to a point that look right. where he is now. Right. I mean, being scoutmaster and hating camping. I mean, that's a. How does that happen? Um, you know, I love the outdoors and that, but at the end of the day, I want my bed and I want my porcelain, and a shower would be nice too. But, but it goes back to what, how we used to do um, scouts with Cub Scouts. Is we had sixteen kids in our group, and uh, Tracy Bolte has always been my mentor in scouting, and he's still involved. He's still scoutmaster for the troop, and but him and I were together, and. Instead of just taking the whole load on ourselves, all we did was ask the parents, hey, we had a meeting once a month. Each of you, if you could take a meeting to lead, we'll give you the information. We'll set it all up. Hey, we're going to do this this month, this this month. You guys choose which ones you want to do. And Tracy and I took three or four of them, so that left like six meetings to, to do. And just that little bit of a parent saying, I will give an hour of my time once a year to this scouting thing helped us out a tremendous part. Right. And it also made it interesting to the boys because they we weren't the ones that they were going to see Always, and talk to right. all the time. Right. Because they'd zone us out. Right. But you get a new parent in there talking about ham radio. Right. And they're enthralled for the right. 60 minutes. Right. So I just thought that was really cool because, see, on, on our end, you know, we got to the Soapbox Derby one year mm-hmm. with Sully. Yeah. And... And then it was it was not something that he really cared to do. And part of it had to do with the fact that I'm not I'm kind of like you in that, you know, I can go camping, but it's not like, ooh, I can't wait to get outdoors. Okay, right. I'm like you. I like the creature comforts. But at the same time, um, I don't know that I was the best person to to say, hey, let's stick with this, you know, because I could tell it wasn't necessarily something that he wanted to do. So I just wonder how. Was David like into it, or, or did was, you kind yeah. of push push it a little bit? I mean, bit? This, this last few years, getting his final yeah. stuff. I mean that that was a push because obviously you got the car, you got all this other mm-hmm. stuff happening, and he's very involved with that. And then he's got he's got his other things that he's tied to. I mean, he's, I mean, yeah, he does theater, but he's also in the set design and set build. So we're up there every weekend doing stuff there. He's always wants to be involved with that. So, but scouting, he's always loved the outdoors. He's always oh, wanted to good. go hiking. He's always wanted to go do this. Um, he's been to Philmont twice now. Yeah. He's told me he's Philmonted out. But, I mean, he loves all that primitive stuff and, and getting out there. Yeah. His, you know, gardening and fishing are great to him. Yeah. So, you know, it, it came so easy. So it was, it was for him, it was a little easier. I think for right. Sully, it was just not really his cup of tea. And not that he wouldn't have done it, but I could tell it wasn't like, ooh, I can't wait to get out there. Well, you know? and here, here goes to another thing is I know a lot of, a lot of when I was Scoutmaster, there were a lot of other adult leaders who were like, hey, it has to be Scouts, and Scouts has to be first, and that's what we're doing. And my theory was always like, man, if a kid wants to go play baseball or soccer or go play a sport or do something else and then come back to this, why not allow them? I right. mean, they're young. They're, they're exploring. They're trying to figure out what they really like. But don't. Did you have that? Did you have? Oh, kids we had that we had tons of kids who kind of moved in and out. Moved in and out. Um, not See, so many that not so many that went and got eagle, but there were there were some that went pretty far right. and just enjoyed. It. I know we got a couple of kids there now who have 
no interest in getting any rank or any merit badges or that. They just enjoy the outdoor activities. Right, right. Which I never, when I grew up, and I assume it was this way with you, we played all sports. Mm-hmm. I mean, fall was mm-hmm. soccer, mm-hmm. winter was yeah. basketball. Yep. You know, yep. you did baseball in the spring, and right. then summer was left for summer vacations right. and swimming right. and whatever else. And maybe tennis. I played tennis. Did you play tennis? I didn't play tennis. <laughs> I ended up playing water polo though. So really, oh yeah, I played high school. That's awesome. Ball, so that was a lot of fun. That's awesome. But uh, so you got all these different things of what you, what you could do and what you enjoyed or whatever else. You had all these opportunities. Now we get so much into specializing yeah. into into a sport or any kind of activity that I think sometimes it takes away from the kids being able to figure out what they really want to do. Right. Right. And even burning out on some stuff too. Right. Right. So. Well, you know. Um, Enough about kids okay. for a minute. Uh, tell me just a little bit about you. Like, um, you grew up in St. Louis, or did you right. grow up uh, west no, of I'm here? A, or? I'm a South City boy. South City boy. Yeah, grew right. up right next to Ted Drew's. Oh, did you? Yeah, so was there, was Catholic school the whole time. That's yeah. kind of Now, can then, I ask what Catholic school did you go to? I went to St. Joan of Arc. Oh, yeah. And I ended up going to St. Louis U High. All right. So I had my 12, and before that, I went to the villa on the hill. Okay. Good Italian boy yeah. going to yeah. Italian preschool with the nuns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did so you, my, did uh, you have any nuns that you were afraid of? Oh, uh, plenty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got, I, a couple times I had my pants pulled down and got the old paddle. <laughs> so I had a couple. See, of, we're about the same age, really, yeah. uh, but you were South City and I was out here. I was at St. Joe's, uh, but I didn't go there until really about seventh grade. I went to I went to Parkway uh, for most oh, of really? my elementary, but then went to St. Joe's for a couple of years, and then CBC. So uh, oh, I didn't know you were CBC. Well, I... for one year, but then oh. my parents, my dad knew he was going to get. Uh, for a second, I thought we had to end an interview. A slew guy, well, and we a CBC can, guy but going, no, but... it it uh, it was well. I went to CBC because my dad actually went to SLU um, and graduated from SLU. Um, my brother started at SLU and then. Chose to move, move to along. CBC. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so then, you know, when it was time for me to apply and that kind of thing, it was like, well, where do you get into? And back then, you know, it not that it's not still competitive, but back in the, the early 80s, it was uber competitive to get into those private high schools in yes. St. Louis, right? Yes. And so I thought, well, what's my best chance? And so wherever my brother was, that's where I was going to apply. Um SLU, I would have loved to have gone to because that's where my dad went. But I didn't know if I was going to be able to sneak in or not. So I thought, no, CBC is a good place. They're all good. That's what you figure out. In in high school, you're all worried about it and you're puffing your chest on that. And then you get out of college and everything and everybody asks you where you go to high school and everybody's like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. It's only St. Louis. It really really doesn't matter. (laughs) It's like, whatever. Um, So you did mention college. Where'd you go to college? I started at Iowa State. Okay. Um, enjoyed it a little too much and came home, <laughs> went to Merrimack, which is where I should have started it to begin right, with. Cause right. that, I tell you what, for as much as SLU pushed, uh, four-year colleges and that, it's great for some people, but if you really don't know what you want to do in that, and even if you do know what you want to do, those first few years of those generic classes, man, it was great. So I was there for a couple of years and then I went down to Mizzou and got my engineering degree down at Mizzou. Yeah. So you and I kind of 
in a sense, did the same path um, because I started somewhere and it didn't really work out. And so I did the community ed for a couple years um, until I really decided what I wanted to do. And then I ended up at Umsol, and that's where I got my undergrad, and then Maryville and mm-hmm. and uh, Lindenwood. But um, you know, so there's a lot of a lot of the right. sameness going on Same. here. And uh, so when we talk about uh, you know, growing up in this area, you know, what about living in Baldwin? Do you really appreciate in terms of the proximity or the dynamics in the population? Because one of the things that I appreciate is just seeing how diverse the culture is here at Selvage. And I'll and I'll tell you when we when Anna and I first got married, we looked at South City because we both grew up there. Anna mm-hmm. was from Dogtown, and okay. I was from uh, that Ted Drews area, but there's St. Louis Hills. And we really wanted to stay in the city, but for what we paid for what we could pay for for a house here in Baldwin compared to the city, it was ridiculous. And then also we were looking at the school district, and we both planned on sending them to public school more Anna than I did because originally I was like, "There's no way I'm going to public school." But the only public you were all private, right? Well, but. All I knew of public right, school right, was St. Right, Louis City. Right. So, I mean, I really didn't have the experience out here. And Anna's the oldest cousin on her on her mom's side. Her younger cousins all live out here in the West County area. They were going to the Parkways and Rockwoods and that. So she was seeing what kind of education they were getting. I didn't have that experience. So, um, so you had to that kind of be talked into it? or Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, and it didn't take long. I mean, it right. was... It's kind of hard to fight not paying anything for school yeah. and, and paying them. If anybody knows me, everybody knows yeah. I'm cheap, so why not, why not go with the free deal if it's yeah, good right, enough? Right, right. But honestly, I think from what I got, and you know, we're talking a, a 28-year difference or even longer than that, um, compared to the education that I got to what our kids are getting now from Rockwood, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's totally different. I mean, that's one thing that I I do try um, to kind of impart on people because a lot of times, Mike, we have a number of people who will be across the street at at Holy Infant and then their kids get to this age and they really are trying to make that decision whether they want to come to a public school for that higher or for the secondary experience or they're going to go to a private. And uh, one of the things that, that I really it's so nice having both the experiences in my background from private and public because I understand what it means to, to be in a, in one of those private Catholic schools where every Friday we had to go to church, you know, and, and, uh, we had to, um, you know, uh, do certain things throughout the school year that was faith based. Um, but when I, I started to lead here, I thought, okay, how can I bring some of that experience to this area without getting all church and state and all that kind right, of stuff right. mixed up in it? And so um, I appreciate you saying that you know it's a it's a great education because it is. I mean, you could go to pretty much any school within Rockwood and get a nice education for your kid for sure. Um, I think what's unique to each building is what kind of sense of community there is and whether or not you're able to kind of make it feel a little bit more homey and that kind of thing. And I think that goes back to what we were originally saying is how can you get parents involved? Well, and it's, it's if everybody can see if they would take two or three hours a month and do something with the school or get them involved, 
I think that would they would see how much easier and how much more of a community we would become. So, and I so appreciate you saying that and really plug in the volunteerism for me because one of the things I think we battle right now is the time constraints that we all have and technology. And those two things combined have really made it a little more difficult for people to, I think, see through um, the forest through the trees, I guess is what I'm saying. In the sense that we get bogged down in social media or we get bogged down in our technology. We don't take the time to look away and, okay, what do I need to focus on? Do you know what I'm saying in, yeah. in a sense? You yeah. know? And then the time constraint is one of those things where, look, most of our families are dual-income families. Everybody's working, and then they come home, and guess what? We're tired. I mean, this is a long day to to be out and doing our thing. And now we have to do some schedules and run our kids around. And then, you know, right. so to, to be able to provide a place where people can come and, and just uh, be a part of their kid's life, I think it's so difficult at the middle school sometimes because the kids feel like, kids are making our parents feel like, oh, I, I'm good. I don't need you. You know, you're right. embarrassing me, this kind of stuff. And I really wish I could just impart to people because one of the things that you do so well is embarrass your kids. Oh, yeah. Well, you <laughs> you know, on a regular. All the time. I even embarrass other people's kids. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Jameson Strahlin, yeah. one of my favorites. Him and Tim Healy, they're, they're two of my favorites. To well, I up. wish I had more of you around where I could just cookie cutter you and say, look, you know, it is so important for our kids to recognize that we're here for them. And, and, and we love them no matter what. And it's so cool because what you do on a regular basis is... Um, you provide a place where kids know they feel cared for, um, and you're doing whatever you can to let them know um, that you're here for them. Because, man, I did I did one teardown of a set. Yeah, okay? that was fun, huh? Uh, well, it was great. I, I really liked it. How many times did I cuss? I don't know. Right. Am I See, supposed to No, don't. Count make, or, yeah. <laughs> make sure nobody hears this. You know, I'll get in yeah, trouble. Yeah, right. But, but what I realized um, by being able to at least do that was just the amount of energy that it takes to, to do what you do. And um, you should be proud of, of what is becoming of your kids um, because it's a direct reflection on you and your wife and how, how much you guys really do whatever you can to lift them up. And that's what I wish we could impart to all of our parents, you know, um, but it's and so it's watch and it's watching out for other people's right, kids too. Right, right. While you're here, it's not just okay. Like, cool, I know who David and Jenny are are screwing around with and right. who they're out with all the time, and I know those kids' personalities. But it's watching out for other kids, seeing how they're reacting, and and being able to tell another parent, "Hey, I saw X, and they just looked a little down. You know, mm -hmm. is there? You need any help with anything? Do they need right. anything? And just making them aware that you know something might be up or or something like that. I mean, it's you don't want to you don't want to be in everybody's business, but also I would, I would hope that if somebody saw one of my kids moping around or or something happen or that that hey, Mike, here's what's going on right, or, right. or do you know this one on or whatever. So so you're at a place now though where your kids are well your oldest is really about ready to, to He's about ready to get out of yeah. here. Yeah. What do you think about you're gonna that? You're going to make you're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think about that? I mean, because I'm going to be there next year at this time, and and I keep like putting it out of my head, like it's not there. No, you know, that's not happening. Isn't it? And and I love movies, so I always use movie references in that. So, in the movie Parenthood, Keanu Reeves is talking about his father, who's a deadbeat and is isn't doing real well. All right. And he says something like, 
hey, you need a license for a dog. You need a license to drive a car. But you don't need a license to be a parent. Right. And it is, right. isn't it interesting <laughs> that we have no... I, well, I guess there's some teaching of how to be a parent. We do some little stuff that... At the high school level, here, bring this doll around that needs to be burped every four hours right, or right. whatever, you know, or the battery, or you take the batteries out of it and right. it doesn't work or right. whatever. But as far as parenting, nobody has any real guidance of how to do this. I mean, you, you have a child and you're out of the hospital 48 hours after that. Yeah. And it's like, all right. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> and you're like, where's the manual? <laughs> Nothing comes with it. And you're like... I am barely old enough to be responsible for myself. I mean, we just bought a house four years ago, and I owe yeah. X thousands of dollars, and I owe on my car. And now and i got to take care of this. And this thing is sitting here, and I'm not even sure. It can't even talk. Right. And I'm, I'm right. responsible for it. Yeah. And then you're just kind of, I want to say, fumbling your way around. Did you but ask a lot of questions of your parents uh, along the way? <sighs> I mean, was there a lot I'm of... I'm sure I did. My parents have always been very open with me. My parents were very young when they had me. Okay. So um, I'm, I always joke that I'm the reason they got married, which yeah. is probably probably pretty much true. But my, my mom was 18 when she had me, All and right. my dad was yeah, 19. Yeah, so she was a baby. So and I kind of see it amazing that they are still together now. Right. Um, but I'm actually almost, my dad's oldest brother was 17 years older than him. So my dad, the difference between him and his oldest brother is only two years more than me and my dad. Right. So, I mean, it's almost as much as I want to call it a... Brotherhood. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. we're as we've gotten older, it's more fun being around with him and hanging out with him. And he's more of a peer. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's an interesting situation and where yeah. you learn from that. So I was always... I mean, they struggled their first mm-hmm. few years. I mean, I, I remember being in the apartment and, you know, and stuff like that. We didn't always have things, you know. Uh, vacations were right. small and this and that. It wasn't anything big. Um, I remember in second grade, we finally got to go to Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, Epcot was being built. Yeah. And dad, Dad's like, let's go look to that. And uh, we actually drove up and we were actually parked underneath the, the big, uh, the big yeah, geodesic. Spaceship, yeah. spaceship Earth. We were parked <laughs> underneath that thing, and the construction worker came up and said, how the heck did you guys yeah. get in here? But it was cool. Parks closed. Good. Right. Moose out front should have told you. The moose out front should have told you. But it was cool as heck, and that was, one of our first, that was one of our first big vacations, but we never did anything. You know, it would be a thing down to Table Rock or Lake of the Ozarks yeah, or right. something like that. Oh, so. We spent many, many summers just... That the lake was our vacation, you know. But but, uh, but as far as parenting, I mean, I think I really, you know, you rely on the medical stuff from them. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's been crying for sixteen hours straight. <laughs> What's going on? Um, but for the most part, it's just stumbling along, right? And even we kind of took a unique approach with both of our kids. We've always been open with them, right? And discuss stuff you know when we're driving we're discussing stuff with them right what's that why is this you know doing math stuff when we're sitting i just saw a family the other day at applebee's excuse me and they were uh they're both on their the couple's both on their phones 
And this little two-year-old is like climbing on his dad's back and all around and on the boot. Trying to get the attention. Trying just a little bit of attention and all you need. And I remember with our kids, not like we were superior at what we were doing, right. but it was, right. let's spell words. Yeah. And as dumb as that is, yeah. they both ate it up. Yeah. And it, it it's went It's just real that well. interaction that we right. really should be taking. And, and that's what I was trying to point to before is I feel like we're so distracted with a lot of things in the world, whether it's the news, whether it's the, the media, um, uh, whether it's social media, our phones are so connected to who we are. Um, do you guys have any rules in the house with the phones? Like, is there an off time or do you, do you just trust that? Hey, Hey, you guys know we let's put that away now. Cause you got to get this stuff done. There's more of a trust thing. Every yeah. once in a while though, There'll be the explosion. Jenny, if she's listening to this, will be shaking her head <laughs> laughing at me because she knows when dad comes in at like 10, 30, or 11 and she's still on her phone or That's her not a good thing. Yeah, yeah, especially if dad's in the wrong mood. So, <laughs> Like I had to get up to come in here. Right, like why is your light still on? And I had, right now we're having arguments over uh, noise-canceling headphones because when I call for her and she doesn't answer, she goes, ah, I got noise-canceling headphones. And I'm like... Damn technology! Yeah. <laughs> oh got, me. got me. I bought them for her. Yeah, <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Yeah, well, <laughs> she set you up, right? She's like, you bought me two pair. I'm like, they came as a pair. I'm like, ah. Oh. So really, but, it's it's about having that trust though too in your kids because right. you, you talk to them honestly about life. Right, and the other thing is is. I've never put any restrictions on their cell phones or anything like that. So, I mean, I hope they know this by now. They can look up any kind of porn or anything yep. they want. But I don't think they've ever abused that. Or if they did, they'd come and ask about it. Or, I mean, we've been always just open with them. And right. not like we're a big, liberal, open family. But I, I have no fear that if they really had trouble that they'd come and talk and ask. And that's, that's, that's what how you I'd want. Yeah, that's, that's what you want. That's what you want to have. And you know. Um, I know we had a, uh, a tragedy at Marquette last fall with mm -hmm. one of the boys. Yeah. And, you know, the rumors were going around. And I, I told my kids, I said, listen, I'm not losing you to BS about this. I might be mad at you sometimes of that, but that ain't going to change the way that I love, about, love you guys. Right. I mean, it's going to, you know. Yeah, there's going to be consequences and stuff, but it ain't. Let me ask you about that for a second. Do you ever feel like your kids feel pressure for, for performance? Ton. I think I put a lot of pressure on them. Yeah. I think I do. I mean, I just uh, think Jenny, both, I've been graced, both the kids, great grades. Yes. I don't have anything to worry right. about. Right. I think Jenny got her first B ever this semester <laughs> or something like that. Um, I think she had a B minus at one time, and she came back and got a 90-something on her test the other week. And she's like, hey, I got, I got a 94. I'm like, great. And she, uh, and she goes, yeah, it raised my grade up to uh, 85. And my first reaction, and maybe this isn't the right one, but my first reaction was, well, great, you get another 94, maybe we'll raise it up some more instead of just appreciating that A. <laughs> But I think they've come to grow But that's a little bit of your snarkiness and your, your kind yeah, I mean, of, you know. <laughs> it, and it is. It's not that I'm not serious about right, it. Right, right. But, okay. I think good, you're doing you did, it in a loving way. Right. Where, where, you, did, you did great on that. I'm yeah. really proud of you doing that. Now I'll take it to the next step. Go yeah, yeah. go do what you think you can do. And you know what? If you, if you fail at something, 
and you just don't get it, that's cool. But if you fail at something and you're not trying, right. that's, that's, what not. Dri- that's what drives <laughs> me nuts. Yeah. And there's plenty of choices out there, especially yep. in high school. Absolutely. And even when you get to college with courses, there's plenty of stuff out there to say, hey, this doesn't interest me or I'm not getting this. Maybe I should be trying something else. Yeah, so um, just to kind of wrap up a little bit. Um, oh, we're wrapping up already? Well, it's 40 minutes in, I Holy think. cow. This I see how much fun. This goes for your all-time longest. Well, well you, you... Is iTunes going to charge you extra <laughs> to put this on? Well, you you ch- you did say I was going to have three hours of editing that I needed to take care of. So oh. I'm going to really try and cut you oh, before man. we get to that point. Okay. Plus, I got a meeting I got to get to. Oh, they won't mind. <laughs> want to, to stick around for the eighth grade uh, activities meeting? You know, no, dance I, and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. Remember I know how to days? hang up balloons, though. <laughs> Remember those days? Oh, man. Um, so what do, you, um, what, do you, what do you see for... Um, the Pasoni family in the next five years. Like, what do you... What, what, We're going to be empty nesters. Yeah, right? I know. That's right? odd, that's, isn't it? Right? I mean, because you kind of diverted my last question about, about you know, David's going to be gone uh, in a year. Right. right? Or was that a year? I mean, right? we're talking like six months. Right. Yeah. yeah we're talking... Yeah. Well, at this time next year, he's not going to be around. He's going to be right. at school somewhere, right. right? Hopefully. So... So what do you envision that looking like for you? Have you any idea? Or are you just going to kind of waddle through it I and just, figure it out? Or, right. I mean, or what, what do you... I mean, honestly, that's what we've been doing yeah, for the last right? 18 years. Is just <laughs> yeah, I mean, it we're out. still upright, so let's keep going. Uh, right. I mean, uh, as far as volunteering... Well, just in general, I think, anything, yeah. I mean, Because where are you going to put You're, that energy that you've had for the last 18 hold years? Hold on, Anna. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Oh, no. I right. see. All right. right. <laughs> no, I. I mean, I guess I got. I hopefully have ten years before we have grandkids. I, I hope there's a ten year span yeah, right. there where I hope nothing comes out of that. But uh, in that time, I don't know. Maybe maybe we wind it down. Maybe I still involve. Do you I'm guys travel well together? You guys do tra- we? You yeah. and you and Anna? Yeah. Oh, I love Anna's my best friend. Yeah. I mean that's. It's a lot of fun. I, I can tell you guys always laugh and just have fun yeah. with each other. Yeah, I mean, it, and it reminds nice. me a lot of my relationship with Michelle. We're completely different, right? The, the four of us, but I see that you guys just truly love being together, even if right. I we'll we'll be one of those couples where you, as much as we enjoy our time together, there'll be times where we need to be on opposite sides of the house and yeah. just have our own time <laughs> together. I don't I don't think we could ever be hand in hand the whole time. But as far as I mean, before we had kids, I mean, we used to travel with our friends on weekends, right. go for a weekend cool. here or there, and I mean, that's where I, I see that going. My Any, only hope is that we've given the kids enough guidance to be totally free of us. Well, not totally free, you still want to see them. Right. But, <laughs> but enough knowledge of what's going on and how to how to do stuff on their own in that. Yeah, so, and that's kind of a scary thing it to is. think about, isn't it? Oh, it's very scary. Because... You know, you're only doing, like you said, no manual. There's nothing that's telling us this is how you need to do it in order for it to work out. And uh, I think you just hope and pray and, and uh, you know, uh, just kind of guide as much as possible and that's, um, and that's in a direction where, that feels good for them. That's know? where that community comes in, right. where other people have had different experiences and they help, can help you yeah. do something else. If yeah. we all can help each other, we'll go from that way. 
All right. Well, I'm going to end on that note. I really appreciate you being here. And, All right. And cool. See, this wasn't bad, was no, it? No, this was fun. We we could do this again. We could do part two. I don't know what yeah, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but we'll, we'll get there. You know, we'll have yeah. to see what you're like in a year when David's gone. Right. Yeah, we'll bring the Sony back. This will be great. <laughs> you know? All right. Well, thank you for being here, and uh, thank you for joining us. Do I get to us. say Mike's off? Isn't that a thing uh, now? There it is. You just you just did it. So, uh, yeah. All right. No. Thank, thanks three for times us. in a row. This is now. Yeah, I guess it's a thing. Yeah, it's got to be. All right. Well, thank you sir all right see ya join us in the weeks to come as we learn and grow together